Hello, hi guys, and welcome to your, well this is technically the first ever episode of King Bree Them Mentors podcast. So I thought I'd first welcome you, welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you've got a cup of tea, a glass of wine, something, because we're going to get into some things. Um, but first of all, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about me, my name, because it's quite a um, oxymoron um, before we get started. So hey guys, my name's Brie um, and I have been studying femininity for a very long time and the more I study it and the more that I observe the women in my circle, the women around me, I'm fortunate enough to have so many boss women around me doing amazing things with their lives, their career, um, I've just noticed certain things about them as well as myself as I continue to learn on this journey. And so I'm advising those women in my life. And I realized more women, especially black women, we need this advice because no one is telling us this. So as I said, with all of my podcasts, I will always have a cup of tea, a glass of wine, a glass of Prosecco. I will always be sipping on something throughout the podcast and I welcome and invite you to do the same. So why King Bree Femme Mentor? So I love King Bree. All my socials are King Bree if you're looking for me. <laughs> um, because I believe that women should be feminine we should be soft we should be fluid we should be sexy we should also be independent and bosses who know our own minds and are confident in that we are confident in what we say what we know how we speak how we walk so I love the idea of a goddess and I 100% in believe in a goddess but when I picture myself, my confidence, my allure, my feminine energy makes me powerful. So powerful. And I'm not talking, I'm talking king level powerful, queen level of powerful. There is no man or woman, depending on what energy she's in, that can resist a woman in her feminine energy. So that's where the king comes from, because that's the level of power I want you to cultivate. And Femme Mentor speaks for itself. I am going to be your feminine energy mentor, and I am so excited about it. So share this with your friends, post this on your socials. Let's get this out to as many women as possible. So today we're going to talk about, is it possible for you to be this boss women, please excuse, I will sometimes use profanity, I'll swear because you can be everything. Is it possible to be a boss woman and feminine? Yes, absolutely yes. Your femininity is what is going to get you through so many doors. It's going to get you yeses in job interviews. Your femininity is going to be the reason people can't stop looking at you, wanting to work with you, wanting to be about what you're about. It's so amazing how once you can tap into it, things just start changing. But first of all, it starts with you. A feminine woman there is one thing that sets apart a feminine woman from every other type of woman, and that's confidence. Real, unshakable confidence. 
not the type where it's like, oh, I know I'm that. I know I look good. Watch me put my makeup on. I go from a seven to a nine. I'm talking about first thing in the morning, crust still in your eye, get up, look in the mirror and just see all the positives. You know you're there when you can see all the positives. As women, we like to pick ourselves apart. It's so sad and heartbreaking. I've done it myself, so that's why I can say this. We like to pick ourselves apart. We find all the things that are wrong with us, and we just... We think that everyone is looking at that. You get a spot, you think everyone is looking at the spot. Really... Everyone is interested in themselves. The first takeaway I'd like you to take from today is working on your confidence to become a very confident woman, to love yourself, and when it's hard to love yourself, to like yourself, to be nice to yourself. And then the second one I'd like you to take away is everyone is too self-centered to care about you for more than two minutes. Have you ever been out, looked at someone and thought, oh, oh dear, maybe you've seen someone who's in a dress that's like two sizes too small or her feet are hanging over her shoes or her weave is premium now from seven years ago and you've thought about it and gone, oh dear, how long has that thought last? Have you thought about her all night? Did she ruin your night? How, how long did you think about the woman? It was probably a passing thought. You judged her, you judged her, you made comments about her, and then you let it go. That's how people are with you. So when you spend the whole evening feeling self-conscious because your dress keeps riding up, if anyone's thought about it, they thought about it, it lasted less than a minute, and they've moved on. They're not going to keep revisiting it. They're not hashing it. They're not holding it over you. So you might as well let it go too. I have this theory, when I go out, If there's something I don't like about myself, for instance, when I'm stressed, I get a spot right in the middle of my forehead, like in between my eyebrows, right in the middle of my forehead. And it drives me insane. And so I feel like once I've gone to an event and I've done my lap around the room, ladies, if you don't know about the lap around the room, we'll talk about it. Once I've done an event, I've done my lap around the room. I feel like everyone has seen my spot now. So there is no point in me being self-conscious throughout the rest of the night. If a gentleman comes up to me, if a woman comes up to me, people are talking to me, I'm not going to be self-conscious about my spot. Everybody's seen it already. Why am I holding it over myself? Why am I beating myself up about it? I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're staring at my spot right now. I know they're just staring at my spot right now. Now they are because you're calling it into your existence. But before they weren't, (laughs) I promise you they probably noticed it blinked it, kept it moving. That was me sipping on my tea. Um, So we've talked about confidence really briefly. I will go deeper into these things as we get into different episodes, but I just want to give you a taste, a little flavour about what this is going to be about. We've talked about confidence, we've talked about people not caring, and now we're going to talk about you. What do you want for yourself? Do you know? Do you know what you want for yourself? Now, some women say, yes, I know I want a business that makes six figures. I want a man who adores me. Do you? 
Do you really? When you say the things that you want for yourself, do you believe them? Or do they sound like a fleeting dream? If I could dream anything, this is what I would want. Some women, we want so little for ourselves, but we're not ready to admit it. We're not ready to have that conversation. (laughs) Other women, we want so much for ourselves, but we refuse to let it in. So what do you want for yourself? Write it down. Be as detailed as you can. You want a man? Tell me about him. What does he look like? What does he dress like? What does he smell like? What's his sex game like? What are his characteristics? What are his traits? Does he have kids? What does he do for a job? How much time do you spend together? How much do you have to put into this relationship to maintain it? Write it down. See, there's this power in writing things down that we often omit. And we think that, oh, well, I'm saying it, I'm thinking it. No, you have to write these things down for two reasons. One, writing things down makes it real. It's more likely that you, once you see it, you're likely to attain it. And two, it sometimes shows us whether we actually really want what we say we want. Like some of us think we want a funny man until we get a comedian and then all of a sudden, that ain't funny. (laughs) All of a sudden, we're not interested in your jokes because it's time to be serious. Some of us want a man who's protective, want a man who gets a bit jealous until you can't wear that out with the girls, until you can't go anywhere. You're trying to go where? With who? Okay, I'm going to call you 17 times during the night. Have fun. We really have to think about what it is we want. And we have to, you, sometimes I pray before I do this. I pray for a level of discernment. I'm not, I'm not going to push any form of religion down your throat. But it's just really easy to throw these words out. I like my man protective. I like my man funny. <laughs> what do these things mean to you? Because I promise you, when you start getting specific with the universe, the universe will give you, will yield to you what you want. So the first thing you need to decide is what do you want? What do you want out of life? I'm not going to ask you to write down a five-year plan, a 10-year plan, but what do you want out of life? For some people, that's financial. For other people, it's just a feeling. For some people, they just want to wake up and feel like a princess every day. They just want to wake up and have a reason to be here every day. Whatever it is for you, find it. Sit with it. Sit with it for a while and decide, what do I want? Write it all down. Get nice and specific. Once you've decided what do you I want, you then have to decide, who am I? We are going through a phase of rebranding, ladies. We are rebranding ourselves. It doesn't matter who you were before. You could have been a hoe in your past life up until yesterday night. You are no longer. After this podcast, you are a new woman, a different woman who knows who she is, what she wants and has unshakable confidence. Now that is a force to be reckoned with. That is a queen.
So you're going to have to decide who you are. It doesn't matter if you let men take advantage of you before. It doesn't matter if you took back that man 17 times, even though he had three babies on you. It does not make an ounce of difference. What matters is who you decide to be from today on. Who are you? What do you want people to think of when they think of you? What do you want people to see when they see you? What do you want to see when you see you? What are the type of thoughts that that woman has? I would love to know. So write it down. Also write that down. If you're struggling with this, think about brands. Think about brands or musicians. See, I tried this with brands and it didn't really work for me, but musicians, it did. So think about brands, think about musicians who you feel like encompass your brand, the new you. So when I thought about brands and myself, I thought maybe Tiffany and Co. 99% of people know who Tiffany and Co is. If I could put a slogan for myself, it would be admired, not acquired. Or something along the lines of often admired, never acquired, rarely acquired. Something along those lines. Everybody knows who Tiffany & Co is. Everyone has an idea. Everyone knows that that is something of high value and you better have money if you're going in that store. Now, I'm not saying saying you better have money if you're coming in this store. But people know that there's a certain level that they should be at before they go and bother those things. That's me. And with with women, men, cat, dog, it don't make a difference. If you know that you're not coming to bring love, light, positivity, financial, whatever you can bring, your knowledge, your worth, your values, your words of wisdom, encouragement, upliftment, then don't bother me. That's what my energy reads and it reads it well. So I kind of thought, well, maybe then I'm like Tiffany and Co because that's what I kind of get from them and that's kind of my brand. So then I thought, "Mm, I don't feel like that really encompasses all of me because I'm sexy. Oh, I'm very sexy. I'm sensual. I'm fun. I'm flirty. I'm exclusive. Um, I'm knowledgeable. I'm smart. So then I thought, well, I feel like if I could pick a musician, I would be Rihanna. Rihanna knows her own mind and she gives zero fucks. I did warn you guys. She doesn't care. Rihanna does not care. But yet she's so fun, open. She does amazing things with her career. She's, when I say fun and open, I mean in terms of she's willing to play with her style. Sometimes it works, sometimes it does. She doesn't care. She owns who she is. There were a stage where people say, she's a role model. She needs to be X, Y, and Z. Okay. It's like, try telling Rihanna what to do. And then when it comes to times of social injustice or when society needs someone, she's there. Check in hand, putting her money where her mouth is. She's not on Instagram making videos like, please, guys. 
putting her money where her mouth is, using her speeches as a, as a moment to get messages through to the masses. I think I'd be Rihanna. I think I'd also be Playboy. Now you think, how many people, when they think of Playboy, think, ah, whores of Babylon. (laughs) How many? I don't. When I think Playboy, I think magazines, I think sexy, I think daring, I think confidence. What do you think of? Who are you? What brand, what musician do you feel like explains you? So, oh, guys, it is 11.11. So I am quite into numerology, not too heavily, but 11.11 is a master number. It's kind of like a big, giant yes from the universe. So as I'm recording my first ever podcast, seeing 11.11, I'm taking this as my big, giant yes, this needs to go out to the world. The world needs to hear what you have to say. And if you ever see 4-11s, 11-11 throughout your day today, take that as your big giant yes from the universe. So today we've talked about quite a lot. We've talked about confidence. We've talked about finding yourself, knowing who you are. And I've really enjoyed it. I've had a great time. I've been sipping on my tea. The next time I promise you it will be wine because we're going to get into some things. We're going to talk about some dating, honey. We're going to get into some things. Um, But as I said, if you enjoy it, if you've got any questions, if you've got any scenarios, dilemmas, questions you want to ask me, hit me up on socials. It's King Bray on everything. Um, I'll be more than happy to answer. Send me a message. Leave me a review. I can't wait to connect with you.